Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, muddled, mediocre films of film history. I'm Cassandra. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Matt the Marauder. <laughs> Hello, I'm Patrick. Welcome again, friend of the podcast and returning guest, Patrick Barnes. Am I the first yes. returning guest? Uh, no, I think no. Lucas has been a couple uh, of times. Lucas, nemesis. Yeah. Someone yes, else, I think, is... Too many people, I think. Wait, so, yeah. maybe you know, not. Yeah. You're in a very privileged club. I'll claim it, I'll claim it. Times, mm. Which is great. Uh, yeah. Welcome. How are we all all doing? Good. I can't tell if I'm better or worse having just watched that movie. True. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel. Hopefully, coming out of a flop era, but you know, we'll see. Um, from the winter into the spring. It's all right. Well, it's yeah. Spring is on the horizon. That is true. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll bloom. Wink, wink. Um, Oh, that was bad. It's a little something for later. That's, I get that's you. I you, know, you, going. you know, you know, something for the girls. Oh, right. I thought it was a spring thing. but it, It's well, both. It's both. It's, both. it's a huge I, I got one of them. Yeah. And then I, I was, you got the single on top. I got there later. I got to the double later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm so drained from this movie. That movie is so it's long. long. Yes. It's yeah. long, it's long, it's also, long, it's long. Also drained from the, the week. Uh, we've had it's as well. It's been week. a long been one. Bad. Just big not a one. good week for James and Kat. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna move on. But the thing that uplifts you, the thing that pulls you through all of it, through life's hardships, is the movies the and movie. the pop culture and the pop corner and the popcorn. Pop 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 corner. Uh, what's everybody been watching, listening, or reading? Uh, that is distinctly not the sound you make when eating popcorn. Yeah. I really distract you from what these two are doing. <laughs> and uh, I've been watching Ted Lasso, which um, I, I'm, I'm arriving very late to the game. We've almost finished season one. Season two just come out. Yeah, um, cool. But loving it. Like, yeah. I, I, I quite like football. It's football based. I wouldn't say it's yeah. a football show at it's all. It's definitely not a football show. It's the like, football is pretty bad in yeah, the show. Yeah, totally. And it's kind of like what like Grey's Anatomy was to hospitals, is this is to football. Like, oh, it just happens to be yes. in this place. Context, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But no, yeah. I've been loving Ted Lasso. It's uh, so wholesome. We need more wholesome TV oh. in our life. Yeah. It's, it's very strange that his defining feature is that he's a, he's a man who is nice, which yeah. is. Not many of them on TV, so no. and that's what they say about Jason Sudeikis as well. Who's yeah. like he is really show. nice. Yeah, I can't believe Olivia Wilde left him for Harry Styles. What? It's wild. Yeah, really. But I mean, if that hadn't wow. happened, would we have the show? Because Ted Lasso is also dealing with some some marital troubles. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, season two. This is the third episode in a row we've talked about Ted Lasso. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I, yeah, I haven't as, heard either of those episodes. As, so. as the official Ted Lasso stan account, um, yeah. ahead of everyone oh, else, um, I approve. Also, I'm waiting. I know season two is like, like showing at the moment, but I'm waiting for it to finish so mm. I can binge it. Because like that's how I that's how I enjoyed season right. one. I just I just want to. I think that's what I'm. because you know? I was watching the occasional episode like coming out week by week, and it just felt like a tiny little morsel. And then it was done, and I was just like, oh no, I think I think this needs to be yeah, yeah a full binge. It's just like such a nice feeling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite character? I I I quite like um, 
Oh, Roy. Roy, uh, yeah. Roy Kent. Roy Kent, because he's like so like British and like classically British and just what you're expecting in a footballer, but there's like so much more to them. Mm. I think it's what I love about all the characters. Is episode one, it's very much like we are the cliches of our characters. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the American and Britain. Oh, tea. Oh, you call it football or we call it soccer. Uh, yeah. where, whereas like, and, the, and then like you peel layers off and there's like so much more to these characters. But like, I feel like Roy's given me so much so yeah. far. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's Roy great. Kent. Yeah. Brett Goldstein, he's 41. I can't believe it. Wow. I thought he was like 30 something. That, that's that's why the football is so bad because he's far too old. To <laughs> yeah, he's so yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've been watching. Uh, I will jump in uh, next. Um, I'm, I'm going to do one part of the the double bill um, that the mixed bag team uh, kind of did because I was kind of championing uh, the second part. The, uh, the we did uh, comedy and horror, and I was very keen to see M Night Shyamalan's Old. Oh, uh, so, so we yes. did a double bill we a couple of weeks ago. Bill. We'll talk about both films, but <clears throat> one of them is old. Yes, yeah. which I think we was like seeing the night of our last kind of record, so it feels like a while or, away. I think it was a couple of days later, but it oh, was, was that? Uh, pretty close to. Uh, mm. And I like. I I loved old. Old was like <laughs> James loved old. Old was so good because it's so silly. It's and, a it's a wild ride for yeah. sure. It's definitely worth watching. I don't know if I enjoyed old to the extent that James did, or for the same reasons. James yeah, yeah, did. I exactly. Feel like I was yeah. more laughing James, at than with with yeah, old. But James really honestly for, appreciated. It's I mean, like it fully <laughs> explores its premise in like a wild kind of way where it's like if you don't know, you must know. It is a beach that makes you old, um, and so like. <laughs> And then it explores, it like puts these characters in various kind of scenarios where, um, you know, we, we look at the, the, the birth, like the, like childbirth and like all what? of these horrendous kind of instances. Yeah, yeah. that, like that is featured the, slightly feature in the trailer. Childbirth as a horrendous instance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, the, yeah, the miracles of life and death. And, and actually there are moments that are quite like sweet and affecting and are like reflective on mortality and bringing up your kids in like a climate change kind of culture. That's the, the big kind of metaphor that's going God. on. As well as being extremely dumb and having very on the nose dialogue that Great feels. Great dialogue. Like it is so... One character says, "I am a doctor," and the other person says, "I am I'm a, a nurse. nurse. My name is Jaron." <laughs> but it feels. But the doctor doesn't introduce themselves. I don't know. Oh, it really? felt like a weird Lynchian stylized kind it's of thing. I don't like, know if that was intentional, but the experience of it. It's very. Uh, yeah, it's a got blast. got got that Shyamalan quality of like these people aren't quite people like you know they're just yeah. like it's like aliens it's pretending to ideas, be people ideas of people Patrick the best compliment that I can give it is it felt like a similar experience to watching Cats I was about time. to ask you that question I was about to say James did you so, love this movie because in the same way that I yeah, love Cats yeah like, genuinely and in the same way that I love a film that I myself have starred in Killer Sofa because oh yeah you okay, have brag no, you have no are clue. you brag pit <laughs> They're done in prison. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, those three films, <laughs> yeah. I have no clue where they're yeah. going to go. The Holy yeah. Trinity. And they the and old. So, highly recommend checking I want to say, like, yeah, you will be entertained, like, no matter... Yeah, no matter I what. definitely and would recommend it. To be honest, now it's like, now though. I kind of want to see The Happening, you know? Like, because yeah. of old. I've never seen The Happening. No, seen neither have I. Shyamalan films, I have to say. Um, what, I was, what was I going to say about old? Um, I can't believe Thomas and Mackenzie is Gael Garcia Bernal's daughter. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the whitest person in the world. Like, everyone else in the film has gotten a tan. Kind of and she's so pale. Sure, like, yeah. they've got kind of, yeah. a, you know, yeah. Thomas and 
like killing it right now also in the justice uh, for benny king which i haven't seen yet but i'm very yeah. keen to check out and she's, she's yeah. gonna be in the last night of soho mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah. oh, I'm so excited for that. unfortunately up against anya taylor joe who looks to be killing it in a better role yeah. but you we'll know, see we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll like, see we'll see you know yeah. mirror images of each other so yeah. that's fun um, I want to talk about what we the other film we saw mm. the same day, uh, which we can also weigh in on, uh, which is Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, um, oh. which I just really it's enjoyed. So it was fun. great. It felt like a comedy of that kind of late nineties, early thousands yeah. era, like, like your Austin, Austin Powers, Powers, your Anchorman's, your that kind of like era of sort of very stupid, stupid silly dumb, comedy, but, but funny. very female led. <laughs> um, and it was just. Yeah, a, a real ball of fun. It's just, um, it's I, I never remember the. See, it's Kristen Wiig and and Annie Momolo. Annie Momolo, that's her name. Um, yeah, it's <clears> these these two uh, Midwestern housewives, like Minnesotan housewives. Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Nebraskan housewives, Barb and Star, who yeah, they have they sort of both have one's one's widowed and the other one her husband left her and they've now moved in together and work together at the store uh like a furniture store Mm. and they decide to go on holiday after they lose their job uh and then there's also some weird antics with another Kristen Wiig character it's beautiful and that's how uh, the film starts with this other character with she's got like killer bees that are gonna attack it's Kristen Wiig's version of like Dr. Evil it's 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 amazing it's so stupid um and it's it's very like yeah it's just silly gag to silly gag to silly gag Matt his phone we all we our phones checked our phones were soon on silent <laughs> ding ding oh. ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> well we'll talk about it in a sec um yeah so it, it, it definitely worth definitely worth checking out it's like uh, just a lot of fun it totally goes to those extremes of silliness yeah. that very kind mm. of yeah very very silly type of comedy um it's just a laugh a minute and it's it feels like yeah old-fashioned in that way that i feel like comedy hasn't felt like it can just be silly in that way for a while i'm surprised Um, this is only the second film we've gotten from um kristen wig and annie momolo the first Mm. one was bridesmaids which they co-wrote together and it took them like 10 years to like write another one 10 years ago oh yeah 2011 yeah Yeah. wow like famously um kristen's character was called annie um wink wink (laughs) guys and her new christian gray was funny oh yeah, yeah it was really funny um What's, What's his, his name? Face? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said Christian Grey. <laughs> What's his name? Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. Yeah. Also hot. Um, also, what was I going to say? Um... Just also the production design of... Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to say, Jamie Dornan, also hot. <laughs> uh, yes, the production design. The production design of Barb and Star is just, like, this candy-coated fantasy. Yeah. It's just, like, pastels Everything and, like, bright colors. Is like, yeah, the, the, the dream location for, you know, like, this this not-very-cool woman in her, like, mid-40s mm. that is, you know, like really loves to buy little trinkets from little seaside stalls <laughs> and it, it features one of my favorite modes of comedy which is um language and words and saying them in funny ways that's yeah. like one of my biggest right. sources of of joy is just yeah. like people, trash! people say <laughs> the name trash oh what a baby <laughs> boom yeah yeah um, yeah, so that's definitely one of mine. Um, uh, but also, I think we just sort of touched on it, and I know that Matt and James also watched this as well. Uh, Glow Up is back on Netflix. Ding uh, dong! Oh, that's where Ding Dong's from. Ding Dong! I was like, I know what this is. I've heard this Ding Dong thing that you've done before, and I just couldn't uh, remember what it's from. Ding yeah. Dong! Uh, dong. Double Ding Double Dong! Double Ding Dong! Um, actually, there's quite sparing Ding Dong. Uh, which yes. we love. Because, because when, it, when it comes through, you're just like, I'm oh, back. absolutely. It's more, it's like 
like it means lived. more. Like Paul Hollywood devalued the handshake by handshaking more and more each season. It really of Off, and I feel like Val here has realized that you know she knew. you've got to do a little bit less ding dong. <laughs> yeah, it's and equally work. Jeffrey doesn't say bring in the models as much. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, his name's Jeffrey. His name's Dominic. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's got it a is Jeffrey not vibe. Jeffrey. That mustache. I didn't even know Jeffrey. who Jeffrey is. It's not Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. No. It's Dominic Jeffrey. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. his name Dominic Jeffrey? Why are you out of time, James? <laughs> this, I think there's an exact moment in this podcast a couple of episodes ago where I take a swing at a name. I'm like, pretty sure that's it. It's the same thing. Deja vu. Yeah. Anyway, Dominic. Uh, yeah. Dominic is the perfect like foil to Val. Like, yeah. Yeah, they really work well together, actually. Because yeah. I used to think he wasn't pulling... Pulling it? No, no he pull, no. Uh, Pulling his weight. <laughs> pulling what? <laughs> It's ding dong. He's not pulling it. Um, didn't think he was pulling his weight, but I think, as you say, it's the perfect kind of counterpoint. Yeah. Um, There's one star, and he knows he's. It's not him. Yeah, and he's fine with it. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. he gets to say, "Can we have a conflab?" You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, there's there's some fun makeup on it. It's just a great bingeable show. Uh, you know, if you're a person that knows anything about makeup, you probably will have more to say yeah. about and it. So oh, we've got we, our opinions. We, we know which but, ones you know, looked like ratchet. Yeah. And Sometimes really, there are points where like they'll be like, I love it, subtle colouring, and I'll be like, Oh, I thought they looked bad. <laughs> well, and, and really inspiring contestants as well. Like I love the contestants. Yeah. I really love I love the final like, three. Yeah. They're really good in their own ways. They have a lot of passion, a lot of talent. Yeah. 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 I guess it's my turn. Um, I also saw a couple of movies. Apart from those, I also saw those two movies in that show that they um, mentioned. Um, I saw uh, Luca, which is on mm. Disney Plus, which is oh, yeah. where I definitely watched it. Yep. <laughs> um, How was it? It's very cute. It's very sweet. It's not as conceptual and high stakes as you know the other Disney films, such as you know Soul and and um, Inside Out. But yeah, I liked it. It was very nice, sweet and tender. Some of the animation is really good. Um, and also, you know, a lot of people are reading, like, you know, queer readings onto it, which I can de- you can definitely, like, see once you um, watch the movie, which is really nice. I, I really enjoyed the story. Like, the ending is really very, very uh, moving. Um, oh, despite the... Um, the director being like no it's definitely it's not it's it's pre-sexuality guys it's like it's at a time like Get shut up the author go shut away. up girl <laughs> goodbye um but it's nice i recommend it it was the one that lin-manuel miranda wrote music no, for no that's no vivo is no, the one Viva. on netflix encanto he's in vivo but he wrote music for encanto oh, okay so i'm just i'm just conflating all many, of them yeah. too many things yeah. and he's got in the heights yeah. 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 yeah sorry yeah. sorry and it also that. you know obviously you know gave me uh, some some like call me by your name real nice that's the thing is i'm like people being like oh queer readings of this and i'm like is it literally just the, that it's the same first name as the director not really no no yeah like a friendship performance between yeah the boys, right? yeah but yeah. also like the metaphor whether the director meant it or not they're they're like yeah oh well you have to watch the movie but it's not exactly subtle, so... Uh, yeah. Um, and the other movie that I saw, um, which is available on Netflix, if you want to see it, is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, yeah, it's it's just... Uh, it's good. I like it. Good. Watch it. 
High, high stakes review from Melon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to get into it, but you know. Is it one of those ones you just should go and cold? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Um, and the last thing I want to um, t- uh, shout out in, in the pod for my popsy is um, Miss Billy E. Look, I was not a, a, a big fan before. I was just like, ooh, this, this Gen Z girl. Mm. Who is she? Who is this Lord wanna be? But um, she released her album Happier Than Ever. I was like, you know, I wasn't even checking it out. Just like, But I gave it a random spin and I was like, oh my God, this girl... This girly, girly, girly girl, she um she served she she and her brother Phineas they put their whole ass pussy into this album happier than ever so I I really recommend it. There's like some some bossa nova, some like you know like different really you know throwback production sounds. It's like a really good full sound and and uh, you know contrary to the title, happier than ever. She's a a very sad girl, Miss <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy, uh, you know what? You know what her full name is? Just to tie this whole whole thing back together, Billy Eilish, pirate, Baird O'Connell. That is her actual middle name. Wow, we that's the best segue for a final. Are you talking about Billy Eilish? That. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's, I missed that. Her, yeah. yeah, I was trying to work out who this person was you were talking about. I just I said Billy E. Oh, right, that's why I didn't get it because yeah. I know her as Billy Eilish. Pay as, as everyone does. Yeah, <laughs> I hear it really. It's really good for a headphones kind of listen. There's a lot of oh, subtlety. Okay. I love Happier Than Ever. It's just if you thought Sour was good, this is like Sour but a little bit older, which makes sense because she's a little bit older than Olivia Rodrigo. Nice. Um, she's just wise beyond her years, and you know, before I was like, yeah, I kind of get it, but now I get it, get it. So, Miss Pirate, <laughs> hello. <laughs> really great out of steam there, but uh, let's, let's. I think I sold it. And let's say hello to our feature presentation. <laughs> feature presentation. Uh, so we are still. We're on to our second of the five nights of nightly. Yeah. Cue intro here. Why are you crying? Don't you know? Yes, I know exactly. I love you, Rob. I want you to punish me. She is never to set foot in this house again. I know what you think, Cathy. Although Tommy really likes you as a friend. He just doesn't see you that way. You always talk to Peter. You don't like me. I'm not sorry. Pirates. From the first moment I met you, your arrogance and conceit, your selfish disdain for the feelings of others made me realise that you were the last man in the world I could ever be prevailed upon to marry. This is wrong. Makes no difference. Five nights of Nightly. I, I gotta say, I stand this intro. Like, obviously, I knew that there was going to be an intro when we were recording the last one, but I didn't, like, hear it until the episode um, dropped, and I was, like, in tears. <laughs> I was In the rain. It's all for me. It was emotional uh, editing it as well. I was like, yeah. Kara has given us an awful lot for, over the years. Uh, and I have put it up just by itself. Uh, it's on our socials. Uh, it's uh, the graphic of Five Nights with Nightly. And you just press play and you can hear it. 
mm. for yourself. I'm going to do that as soon as we finish recording because I need to hear this in my <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, And it's long as well. It's not just it a little bit of Kira. Don't worry. It's, it's long like a minute, a minute of, of the highlights film. of Kira. It's yeah. a, you've made a podcast stinger that's a minute long. Yeah. Yes, I was like, surely there'll be a cut down version of this for the. He's yep. like, no, no, it's going to be no. it's yep. the entirety of it. It's only five nights. We only hear it five times. It's not like you have issues with your podcast running long or anything, James. Oh, you know. It's worth it. Uh, so we we actually did not initially have this particular. No, we had film we had on, two on different films slotted on we this had a list. Few different things, um, For, and actually, it was by popular <clears throat> demand that I yeah. mentioned to people that we were doing this this Kira Knightley series, and everyone was like, "Surely, there's some Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. on there." And should we mention the runners up? Yes. Yeah. So some uh, films first, will not be covering. First, it was going to be the imitation game because we were like, you know. But we yeah. just didn't want to see that. No, we didn't. We, we were like, well, we were go- going through our films and we were like, we want a more contemporary Kira because, you know, there is yeah. a period element to most of these Kira films, as is her oeuvre. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, yeah. So Do you we, know what bums me out? We axed is, the imitation game. Yeah, someone like quoted Alan Turing the other day and I was like, God, I love Alan, Alan Turing. Well, what a great man. And then I, I got reminded of the imitation game, <laughs> how like a really fascinating figure in history was played by one of my least favorite actors, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and yeah, she ha- she has to play second fiddle uh, yeah. to him. Got an Oscar nomination for it. I've never seen it. So, we haven't seen imitation games, so it could be good, but we did not really want to. It was was fine. I love the score. I love the score in that movie. I think it was gorgeous. It was Mm. okay. Andre Andre Desplat writes great stuff. He does. uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, The second film. So, we we nixed that. We put up. Seeking a friend for the end of the world because we were like, which, uh, I which, know nothing about. Yeah, it's just we know that it stars Steve Carell. We know that it's Kira in modern day setting, mm. which is a treat. Very rare. Um, and also because all of her other modern day stuff actually got quite good ratings, so we yeah. were like, well, there's always uh, love actually, but I think that's more of a Christmas. <laughs> a Christmas exactly. Time. That's period now. Like that does not belong I, in like that's current true, era. But I'm like, that's contemporary. It's a contemporary ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also, um, what was I going to say? But this was. Was, that was directed by Lorene Scafaria of mm. Hustlers fame. So we were like kind of excited. Maybe, maybe. But we weren't um, invested in it that much. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then by popular demand, the the, um, the the listening public Have demanded. <laughs> demanded. We, we investigate one of the Pirates films. And um, so we decided to go with Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, uh, which was probably the one that most of, the, of the, the canonical three main ones of Pirates of the Caribbean, because I don't think Kira is in. Any of the future ones after that? Is she, she in four or five? I think she. <laughs> They're gonna be like, shh, don't spoil the two. <laughs> uh, I think maybe she like has like a final. Oh no, they do go younger. They do young Elizabeth Swan and Will Turner uh, in oh. either four or five. Okay. Um, so they kind of weave them out. Right. I think but either by they might have like a cameo way, in four. Of the first. And then the rap by of five. those, those. Three of the three, ones, yeah. Like, yeah, I think. I personally felt Curse of the Black Pearl is probably too good for Mixed Bag. World's End, probably mm. too bad for Mixed Bag. Mm. Dead Man's Chest was right there in the middle. Yeah. It's the, Goldi- like Goldi- the Goldilocks conundrum. The Goldilocks yeah. for Mixed Bag. Yeah. Um, and so we just thought, you know, this would be a particularly good thing to discuss because uh, Matt uh, had famously not seen parts of the Caribbean films well kind of, uh, I, I i i have seen them it's just been 18 years so i uh, my background with the film i so my dad and my mom took took me to the 2003 screening of i was i was you know years old uh, yeah but it was an 11 o'clock screening so i like fell asleep in the middle of it Aww. um and then i saw dead man's chest also but i found it boring so 
So and I so I don't have any memory of that. It's like I've complete. I know I've seen them. I've just completely wiped out mm. most of the things of the movies, and I haven't seen the rest. So kind of diving back into it, um, it was kind of like you know I can recognize a few things, but it's mostly from fresh eyes. And I as as homework, I saw um, Curse of the Black Pearl yesterday, and uh, yeah, it was, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um, I'm not, like, standing it. It was good. It was well made. I just think, you know, like, pirates aren't my favorite genre of, of adventure movie. I'm more of a, uh, like, um, like an Indiana Jones kind of, you know, uh, Jewel of the Nile, Romancing the Stone kind of guy. I like, wanted more, um, more glamour. Like yeah, yeah. Like, more glamour, yeah, a bit more exploring. romance. A um, bit more Taylor Swift and Wildest Dreams music video, even though... That might be racist. I don't who know knows? what the song is or what oh. the video is, but let's continue. Those who know will know. <laughs> um, but that's my favorite genre of adventure movie. So I think I might enjoy Jungle Cruise. I might watch it at some point. But um, but I did, you know, I thought I was really well made. I was invested in the story. It was just long. Um, and but So this is for the first one? For the first one, yeah. And Johnny Depp, you know, as advertised, is iconic as Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm. Um, and then Kira and Orlando Bloom um, are there as advertised, <laughs> but I did I did enjoy it. It's I'm not like head over heels over Curse of the Black Pearl, but you know it's a, a solid, well made pirate film. So you're all set up, you're ready. I think yeah. the real coup of it though is that Patrick has not seen, had mm-hmm. not except until yeah. tonight, yeah. any, any of, of the, the films. pirates films. Totally. This, this really goes against the grain of what a mixed bag guest is supposed to be. Well, no, we, we love it. to try some yeah. stuff out with our guests, yeah. and we love yeah. this. So, so you told me that you were doing Five Nights a Nightly, and you said yeah. maybe Pirates, and I said, I've never seen Pirates, and that's where the idea for me to come on came from. But totally. I, this was the first time I ever watched a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. My, my history with Pirates of the Caribbean was in year 10, playing in our string orchestra at, at college. <laughs> we played the He's a Pirate mashup, Klaus Bidout, Hans Zimmer musical goodness and i had a great time did that inspire me to watch the film no, no. um i, I then and it's such a you story Patrick. yeah yeah I, I i then partook in a script reading of pirates of the caribbean one during uh, the time when we all spent all of our days on zoom um with present company um and oh. i discovered three quarters of the way into the script that i was playing the bad guy um <laughs> Did that inspire me to go and watch Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh my god. No. no. And let me tell you as well, the script that we found, Pirates of the Caribbean number one, uh, was definitely not the production script. No. It was large check sections that were not in it, and we were like, wait, that, se- that, that scene wasn't in there. Or yeah. like, yeah. there were other parts where we were like, this scene got cut, what's this happening? It was definitely so, an early draft. Also featuring like version. weird sexist stage directions. Those were probably still in the production script, yeah. I think. They were like, <laughs> Elizabeth Swan looks She's messy, distraught. but still beautiful. Mm. Yeah. But there was like a running joke in the stage directions for the whole script. It kept saying yeah. that yeah. constantly. Yeah. yeah, it was very much, it was very much like. Um, Gotta make sure everyone knows she's hot. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you got at the turn of the millennium. Yeah, so okay. the, this was <laughs> this was my first experience with Pirates of the Caribbean, and. Well, we'll see. We'll see what you think about yeah. as we discuss yeah. it. Anyways, it is historic, you guessing here, because traditionally we've had guests who have offered up something yeah. that they've well, seen, they've loved, and now this is, this is we've the first time. We've put you time. through something that you had previously it's, been denying. It's the yeah. opposite. Like, instead of someone presenting yeah. something to you and you looking and, at it... And we're going to get your raw, unfiltered emotions yeah. and feelings. Yeah. Um, um, also, yeah. callback, bad guy, Billie Eilish. <laughs> 
Um, so my relationship with this film, is, so I always remember not seeing Pirates of the Caribbean number one, but my, oh my parents God. going to see it. What is up with you and like original films? You always see the sequels. <laughs> well, I did see it. I saw it sort of on DVD later, I think, but I didn't see yeah, it in the yeah. cinema. My mother saw it and then she came back and described it to me as a bedtime story to me and my brother. <laughs> wow. <in> wow. <laughs> so you have seen it, basically. So I have seen it. I, I mean, I saw it like, again, actually, yeah, yeah. but like my first experience of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise was my parents being like, this one might be like maybe maybe the kids can't go for this one i mean my brother's three years younger than me so they would have been like oh not old enough um like i think i would have been fine yeah um but yeah so they they went and saw it by themselves and then they came back my mum was like you would have loved it and just gave me a full description (laughs) of the the whole story um so then later i saw it and then later on i do remember seeing this film when did this film come out 2006 2006 yes so i saw this at i think a friend's birthday party in 2006 Mm. and then like it was like pirate themed birthday and we went and saw this i I feel like it was either it was either that we saw it the first time then or it was like the next year somebody watched it on dvd for Mm. their birthday and we all dressed as pirates and they lived near the beach and we went down to the beach and there was a big like wheel there that happened to be there that's amazing and so we were like that's amazing it was like one of those hay bale type wheel things you know i don't know what it was doing in like worser bay but it was (laughs) on the beach and so we had a great time there's some like probably like a whole bebo album of like i love that that's amazing running around waving our like terrible you know cheap plastic pirate things (laughs) and getting to sword fight on the beach um yeah iconic what a treasured memory i know so because of that i I always remember lots of great things about this this film um i definitely was a big fan of johnny depp's performance at the time um obviously like we could talk about how our relationship with johnny depp the band yeah, they yeah, have yeah. altered since in the years since. Yeah. Um, totally. James. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was. Uh, you may have been distracted by me pulling it up. I was yeah. just going to find out how much money it made. So we'll bring come to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my history with pirates was, man, this was a bonding agent <laughs> <laughs> for a glue. Yeah, yeah, for my father and I because he saw the wow. first one and he was like. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Good. Good movie. And he previously <laughs> did movie. not... Yeah, he previously didn't like American crap, as it was called. Um, and, but something about the pirates, like we all went together. It was <laughs> the mean, pirates and the Johnny and I the... I mean, they're not American, though. The characters yeah. aren't American. I know, but... But it, it's, it's Disney. It's, it's Disney. It's, you know, it's got it's, American it's, gloss all over yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um, there was something about it that... Uh, that we all collectively liked enough that it was a family kind of routine. And so every year we would go, well, every year they came out, we would go and see the new kind of pirates, one, two, and three. And those were epic because everyone came to see these fucking movies. They're the the Marvel of the day, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, and Mm. and it's weird looking back now that we have the Marvel lens of like, oh, they were really trying to set up that mythology and, Mm. you know, trying to make those connections, but a little bit obviously more scrambled than Kevin Feige's like, whatever master plan of interconnectivity but it made like 1.066 billion dollars in the box office and this the budget was 225 million so that's like an incredible they made bank and i remember you would go to those cinemas uh event cinema in chartwell like 
huge cinemas. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Chartwall. Um, packed to the rafters and everyone was so ready to fucking like see these pirates get into some mischief. Like, because they are sneaky little crafty things. And it was such a delight. Those little pirates. Yeah. yeah. Those little crafty things. Yeah. Exactly. If you look up pirate in the Webster's Dictionary, it says crafty little, little crafty pirates. I mean, like, so like, Cutthroat Island back in the, what is it, 70s? Like, famously, like, fucking screwed over pirates movies for ages. And it's incredible that we had this, like, moment of, like, pirates, they're good again. And it it slayed for, like, three movies. And it was so, it made such an impression on my dad and I that many years later when the fifth movie came out, which is called Dead Men Tell No Tales, Mm -hmm. that theme of dead men just kept Mm -hmm. on going Mm -hmm. with Javier Bardem as the baddie and no... Orlando or Kira to be seen, but Johnny's mm. still still trying. But yeah. he looks Got, older. Like Everyone Penelope looks older. Fuck, don't see it. It's fucking depressing. Um, <laughs> but it's like Killer Mermaid. <coughs> anyway, and I was like, oh, maybe it'll be fine. And so my dad and I try to rekindle the magic. Oh. And God, it sucked. Like we went out to see it in the cinema. Yeah, and it and sucked. Now so they bad. don't speak. That bonding agent has come undone. It was the solvent to the glue. Yeah. 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 So I, it was a really special experience going and seeing the three pirates. But we all collectively like nodded at World's End and were like, that was a bit bit too I mean, too wacky. Uh, but we're not talking about At World's End, the third yeah. installment. We're talking about Dead Man's Chest. Oh, all, right. all right. I've got the time already. So I don't remember anything from this film, but let's Matt's try. To summarize what happens in this very long, <laughs> heavily plotted Here we go. film. And it starts now. All right. Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan are getting married, but on their wedding day, they get ar- arrested. Oh my God. By, by the Captain Bartlett. And then he's like, We want Johnny Depp, um, Captain Jack Sparrow. So Will goes out and searches. Jack Sparrow, who is in search of a key um, to the Davy Jones's heart. Oh God, uh, what happened in this movie? Uh, we're halfway. Um, so, God, there's so many things that happen in this movie. I, I'm seriously <laughs> blanking. Like, think of anything. What? Anything that happened. Anything. So they were in an island, and then they <laughs> escaped, and and then Bill. Will Turner got to meet his dad and Davy Jones' ship, and then um, the Kraken attacks everyone, and um, in the end, uh, Johnny Depp gets swallowed by the Kraken, and then Will and Kira become pirates, and um, uh, that's we'll, the we'll end. Leave it there. <laughs> so it's quite an episodic film. Look, I literally different hijinks. I forgot the whole first hour of the movie. I was oh, like, no, yeah, I think you covered happening? the first hour. You missed the middle hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then got us the last, got, last half an hour. Weirdly, you hit like a lot of the major yeah. set Other pieces. major stuff that yeah. happens really is that there's a fairly racist se- yep. sequence. Yeah, in yep. the island with, where they uh, went to. With, with the cannibals. Yeah. Um, there's also a great three-way board <coughs> fight on a big wheel. Oh, big wheel. We have to talk about the big wheel. Um, I think this yeah, is... that's basically most of yeah, it. Yeah, and it's kind of oh, like... Oh, and the fact that Davy oh. Jones's crew are undead, weird sea creature mutants. Yeah, yeah. so... You, you missed, you missed them all getting captured on the island but with the people who were worshipping Johnny yeah, Depp you missed yeah. all that sequence that whole right? sequence yeah. Yeah. so basically the movie is um, Captain Bartlett wants we Captain Jack Sparrow no no Bartlett <laughs> wants Jack Sparrow Jack Sparrow wants the, you missed the key. your shot you no but it. I'm just like Okay. Like crystallizing it to what, what who Whatever wants what? Want. Yeah. yeah, Jack Sparrow wants the the key. 
um, Will, in order to like get Jack back to Butlet, has to find the fucking chest. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what the three of them want. Everyone wants to get the chest, and Kira wants Will. So yeah, and not Kira, you know, Elizabeth. Yeah, Lizzie. Yeah. Uh, oh, her second Elizabeth. Mm. Actually, her actually Pride and Prejudice is, is her second Elizabeth. I think this because, is kind of the magic trick yeah. of this kind of movie. We won't get into it too much, but just like yeah, it is. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it, yeah, back in the day, it was like you just let it wash over you, and you see some fights. I remember yeah. watching Spider Man three, and I was like the fuck is happening on this day why is there so many plot points when spider-man 2 spider-man 2 was a perfect movie but but that this was similar where like the plot just doesn't matter no the set pieces exactly that's what it is it's episodic yeah you get from this place to this place and all that matters is what people want right now at this moment we'll talk about those um handsome set pieces in a little bit but let's talk about handsome characters right now yeah. in our second segment um, for the second film of this franchise, MVP Hot Butter. Yeah. So our most visually pleasing uh, character. Um, mm. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah, it. Go ahead. I think it's, what's his face? Norrington. Yeah. Norrington oh. has the voice. He's got the, 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 you know, he's, he's, uh, who's, who's once he, been twice shy. Who does Jack, he Davenport. Play again? Jack Davenport. Jack Davenport. Well, Jack Davenport's the actor. Jack Davenport's the actor. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's been denied by Elizabeth Swan, which is, you know, traditionally hot. Um, he's <laughs> a broken man. He's just, you know, he's, and at the end of it, he's a good guy. Um, I would say Orlando Bloom, but he's just not a good actor, so. Yeah, he's kind of Doc there. Doc points for that. <laughs> um, Kira's just a bit too shiny. In, in this movie, for me personally, and Johnny Depp does not do it for me in this role. I'm very close to you there as well. I think Norrington just has that scruffy kind of vibe. And, and the voice. He's got like a nice, yeah. deep voice. And I'm all about that bass. Uh, and a tiny little bit of trivia that I have for you. I watched uh, Spy Kids the other day and Cass informed me that the boy who plays this one of the spy, the, the boy kid. This has got nothing to do with anything. Uh, no, but I just want to let, is now married to Megan Trainor. Um, oh, Daryl Sabara. Yeah. yeah. That's got yeah. nothing to do with anything. I don't well, know why <laughs> All no, about the base. He said all about the oh, base. I said it's all about the base. I see. Yeah. 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 Little, all right. Little references. Okay. Little trivia. Okay, I get you. All right. Yeah. I'll let you have that one. Um, Fun cool. fact for you, James. Halloumi made of cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the cheese. level of relevance I thought you had there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. it was um, pretty cheesy. But run up. Yeah. For my MVP, I'm going to go, yeah, a bit of a side note one. My favorite, I love Tia Dolma in this. Oh, yes, I, I forgot about her. her. She's very hot, too. Um, so she's hotter than Kira. Yeah, Naomi Harris. She's a very small role. She actually comes back in she, the third one, um, which is where I remember her from mostly. Yeah. But she's got a like gorgeous, like, yeah, I guess, like, Caribbean accent. Um, Despite having well. rotted black teeth, but she's, she's still hot. She this, like, The sex appeal, yeah, absolutely. She, like, moves around the space, flirt with, with Will Turner. Um, and it's just a, it's a great little little small role. Which, I will um, say yeah. about Will Turner, a lot of people desire him in the movie. So oh, I'm he's like, a good, like, so I'm like, that's of desire, that's I definitely guess, a characters. hot quality, despite him being not an interesting person. <laughs> yeah, it's just that as we will note later on, there's there's only a couple of modes that Orlando Bloom can do as an Ugh. actor. But I think in the first movie, like where there's that kind of love interest between um, 
uh, Elizabeth Swan and Will Turner. He was kind of more that whole like they've got to work for Ms. it in the Turner. first film. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah like, for oh, sure. I, I can't. I, my I class, I'm so poor. I definitely I did not notice his bad acting in the first movie. And also, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about Kira a lot and maybe Johnny, um, but we have to give Orlando Bloom his. Pro- he was an iconic early 2000s crush for a lot of people. He was. Okay, it is I, Legolas. Everyone was like, he's the pretty one. Well, I gotta say, I don't think Legolas is hot. It's a hot take. <gasps> a lot what? of girls like wow. Legolas, but Legolas is very much like that the unthreatening boys magazine. Wow. He's the one that you marry, right? You'll marry yeah. Legolas. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> like, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know. You marry in, in play it's with just Lego. Legolas doesn't have any yeah. character. But, yeah. like, I don't problem. find he's any... Just, all he says is just like, oh, I look at He's the archer. I, I don't like, find any elves here. really attractive. Like, they're all because they all wow. like it. They're all like Zoe well, Deschanel and Al found dead in a ditch. <laughs> but like, if we're talking like Lord of the Rings kind of, like, Jesus, Matt. But um, no, I get what you mean because you know, yeah. the elf acting is very much. They just made ah, like, oh, I am made of stars and I, I exist in the space. Exactly. And it's like, like okay, oh, like cool. it's not like a like I mean, no desire there. Elves in like D and D, like sure, totally, but just like Lord of the Rings specifically. Yeah, they're, they're not. They don't have the they're, grit. They don't like, have the sexuality. They're yeah. like, They're yeah. they're just there. They're, yeah, they're like a yeah. nice wall. Yeah, yeah, like they're lovely. unapproachable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I go left field for my yes, please? And it's genuinely Davy Jones. Love Davy. Oh. Like there's yeah. just so like the CGI is probably very good for its time. It oh, is. And it stands up like it is. and but just like yeah. the texture, I just want to touch his face. Like it feels you like do so want to touch his face. <laughs> like it's and very... and you know he knows how to work those tentacles. Yeah, those oh, that scene where he is like <laughs> bossing the organ with his beard tentacles. Yeah. Like. Ugh. Incredible! I I some points, I want those tentacles to do things to some me. Some points were oh, made, yeah. Patrick. And there's yeah. little moments that those tentacles just kind of all like flick up at certain. They're very kind of lively. Moments. They're really sexy. We're all, yeah. and, no, no, a famously visual medium of podcasting. We're all mighty. <laughs> <laughs> tentacles. We got we got mouth. We got uh, hands coming out of our chin. I also chin. feel like you know he could have different modes. He could go as rough as you want, but also yeah. he'll cuddle you yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Just also, don't don't his... touch the back of his head because you'll be like oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also he's. He's a Very, soul. He's romantic. He's a wounded soul. His heart's heart in a box. A chest. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I can't get, I can't look past him. Like, genuinely. <laughs> Imagine a hug from all those tentacles coming around you. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. hugged around the body, hugged around wins. the head. Like, like oh. I feel like he's damp all the time. But, yeah. you know, that could be good. You might like that. Yeah. 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 You, could, you could be the cure to his dampness. <laughs> Dry him yeah. off. But then it'd be, like, brittle. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? like, it's snap. Like, like, like a starfish. Yeah. Um, and oh. I guess David Jones transitions us to a a very strong bottle of the film. Yeah, so our our bottles, our, our good things about the film for translation. Bill Nye. 99 on the wall of beer. <laughs> Get it? Um, you said that, okay. that during the movie. There was 99 something else. Oh, 99 like, Lost Souls. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Bill yeah. Nye fucking owns the screen whenever he's on. Not the science guy. No. Well, no. Nahi. Nahi. Uh, who famously uh, starred alongside Kira in Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. Um, as the, and it's kind of one of his big breakout roles. He is good in that movie. As, if you want to um, see. Christmas the, All Around. If you want to see the best Bill Nye performance in Notes on a Scandal. I was going to say, is it Notes on a Scandal? Yeah, is when he freaks out to Kate Blanchett. And he's like, everyone has affairs, but we, we deal with it. Oh my God, I love Notes. And he is like in tears, crying. <laughs> it fucking rules. And he should have won the damn Oscar. Notes on a Scandal is such a good movie. Like, remember when Kate Blanchett goes to the paparazzi and she's like, ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> it is the campest movie I have ever seen. I know, and I, I know, love it I know. So I have much. to see it. I famously only read the book of Knights oh. in the Scandal. This has come out. Oh. Judy Dench has a line where she's like, the accidental <laughs> brush of a bus conductor sends a jolt of longing straight to my loins. And it's like, Honestly, Judy Dench's best oh. performance. Oh. She's so good she in it. She killed that. And Bill Nye is a very special part of that. But I think he is in every film. He like is. I mean, the boat that rocked. Yeah. Other things. <laughs> oh, boat that rocked, aka okay. uh, pirate radio. Pirate oh. radio. Also, remember when he said his favorite Pokemon was Mew? <laughs> Did he say that? Where? <laughs> Did he? Yes, he said like when, the when he was doing Pokemon, uh, Pokemon <laughs> Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. Oh. He has a great interview where he's just like, I, I, I can't remember what he, how, what he, word he used to describe him. I want to look it up. Like, oh, that's bull- a great choice for best Pokemon. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, he, because he hadn't known anything thought, about the Pokemon though. world and yeah. he was just enraptured by it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Sorry. <laughs> Disrespectful. Mew is a really sexy Pokemon. Like. <laughs> the little guy? Oh, no. Man. Oh, the big one. That's Mew too. Mew too. Oh. Mew is like a child. Yeah, oh, that's inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. Mew's the little pink one. That, okay. But Mewtwo's like, yeah, fully grown, like, yeah. ready to fuck stuff up. You need to rewatch yeah. Pokemon 2000, man. You need Gosh. to catch up with this shit. Right, whatever. Yeah. Famously, I'm a Digimon guy, so oh, whatever. Man. Is that famous? So is is that? James. that is famous. Everything I do is <laughs> it, iconic. That has come up on this podcast, I think, multiple times. I'm, so, I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Long story I, short, uh, he loves Pokemon, especially Mew. Um, Cass is locating the exact I'm trying part. to find where he says he calls him like the powerful Mew or something like that the almighty I, I think it's just nice it's one of the weird things about this film is kind of getting into banana territory as well it's like <laughs> well like rewatching this movie so much of it costs on like set pieces and then also just like charm of the performers and mm. and so like when the plot isn't <clears throat> happening it's relying you to be like fuck I love Johnny Depp and we did back in 2006 oh here's the mm. quote you got Sorry. The ancient Mew was probably my top, top favourite, because he's just majestic, and he was the very first. He was elegant and powerful. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, like, Bill Nye, I mean, I don't know, it just does depend on, like, how much you want to, like, put yourself over and just, like, trust this person and, and thrill in their, like, star persona and their, yeah. their vibe. <laughs> this star uh, persona famously who can't see his face. But, but okay, it, yeah. but, I mean, it comes through, it comes through. It's beautiful, kind of, and it's like Gollum. Yeah, and also, not a lot of people would be like, yeah, fucking put, like, the yeah. squid on my face. Right, hang like, on, hang on, great... sorry. That was Bill Nye? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I had no this idea. Is, Wait, why did you think we were talking about Bill Nye? I was I thought he was one of like the barnacle face people or something like that. No, no, but no, he's David him. Jones. He's yeah. David Jones. Yeah. I genuinely had no idea. <laughs> I think it's because like I couldn't tell from looking at David Jones and I also couldn't hear from the voice. voice. Yeah, you got to see the pictures of him with all the dots on his face, like smiling at I I want to say this is a perfect segue into I think one of the greatest things about this film is the character design of David Jones particularly, but also like we're finding all of our faves amongst his crew. I will say I will say about Bill Nye, I thought I expected his voice to be like, you know, more villain-esque. He's, it's not quite. It's not quite. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I was just surprised. I was yeah. like, I think it's yeah. representation for the yeah, slightly higher voices. Not every <laughs> villain has to be like down there, like whatever. Yeah. I wrote down my favorite line of his. I just opened up my notes app because it's really important oh, that I uh, recite notes this app. I, yeah. I want someone to say in his voice the the line "free to leave" the next time we make port. Which was the oh, most yeah. I can't flamboyant. Oh, well, ladies, ladies. Can I have a big port? It was like a really... And then he, like, uh, sashays away. Oh, yes, that's right. Give it a go. I don't yeah, really here we go. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bill Nye. 
and then he's all he's all hyped up, right? Yeah, yeah. From the dice. He's he's hyped like, up. Free to leave next time we make pot. He's like it's so good. He's like it's hitting the consonants yeah, like, like and he's got this kind of like blubberiness, like because yeah. he knows that he's gonna have those tentacles on his mm, face. Yeah. So he's like putting that into his voice a little bit. There's like some Yeah, it's, it's like thought, it's well thought out. He's hitting yeah. the plosives. Because yeah, it's not the consonants. Like, oh, like, oh, the plosives. Yeah. Yeah. Which famously not great for podcasting, so but, you know, yeah. everybody's you've volunteered to get um, that in your in your ears. Yeah. Um, but no, the character is great. Like we loved Hammerhead Shark Man. Oh my god. My he was he oh god, he was great. I love him. The game that we had through the movie of counting how many eyes he actually has, yes. like yeah. we just thought he had two eyes, but then the revelation about three quarters of the movie through that he has eyes on the end of his hammerhead shark ears. Potentially, it's like because one of his his human spaced eyes is like abs- absent. That's a new so sentence. Then it is like, <laughs> he's got one shark eye on the on the same side, so it's almost like he's mid transition. But that's yeah. the that's the that's the beauty of of, of hammerhead so, man. Specific yeah, I like, I, I like that. I like, I like I, seaweed crustacean one that yeah. was like the mm. other one of the trio. Um, yeah. Oh, he tiny looked little good. Eyes, yeah. And then yeah. the massive shock of Einstein here. Yeah. And the other other guy was like the the, the, the sea crab. crab. Yeah, the hermit crab. crab. Yeah. yeah. Um, what the I, guy in the wall with his oh, brain. Oh shit. His brain yeah. Just a little. Um, <laughs> that being like quite iconic. I have to say about Hammerhead Man though, because like you know he he's got the beauty where you. It's He's not, your true MVP, right? Kind of, because it's like you look at him and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm intrigued. But the more you look at him, the more layers you uncover, the more the things. Weirder he is. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, hammer my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what all of them are like. Except, like, you know what it was not good for me, though? Bill Bootstrap Turner. This is the thing, is I think that they went. A little bit back on the design for uh, so Bill Turner, William Turner's father, is one of David Jones's crew. Mm. In fact, we didn't have that in the summary. He kind of just looks like a really wet guy with a starfish on his face. Yeah. Like it's it looks exactly. like you know um, a bottom look for, from Glow Up, where the theme is yeah, enchantment under the sea. Yeah. But it's like yeah, I feel like because they wanted to make him still look humanoid, so that yeah. they could relate to him mm. as Will's father. They deliberately but chose they didn't to make him have less, to. But like. Because yeah. we related to David Jones. Yeah, I wish they'd made him like much more of like a monstery creature, and then yeah. there's more of like yeah. a horror for Will. And then like, he's like, oh, no, please, like it's you know Quasimodo yeah. phantom kind um, of vibe. Yeah. But that's the only misstep in production design for the whole movie. I feel like mm. across yeah. the board, the production, production design is, is so very fun. high. Damn, mm. there's a bit where the um, the flying Dutchman, like they reveal their cannons, and oh it's my like these gosh. faces, and it opens up, and the the cannons come out of the mouths, and yeah. it's just and the Wood looks so yeah, old and the and cannons rotate. They're not just they're dimension, yeah. multi-dimensional. Like a, also, a big like kind of toothy jaw at the front of the sh- like yeah. the yeah. different ship where like normally you'd have like the mermaid yeah. at the, the front of it. It's like this big kind of mouth there mm. as well. Mm. It's just other stuff as well. Like Tia Dolma has really awesome like styling and things. She's oh, got those, I like, love her like tattoos and like this house. And yeah. her house like, looks just, like, very cool. To have. Yeah, yeah, or also like kind of witch cottage kind of vibe. When we finally see the key that they've been chasing the whole time, and it's like this double. Edge, like double edge key where it's yeah. two keys like two in one yeah. and then like the, the way that the chest opens it's just like oh this is the thing that we've been waiting for all mm. movie and this yeah. is this is what mm-hmm. we want like, and so when you good. see the heart of Davy Jones <coughs> oh. it, it looks gross just, and good yeah yeah, you're like oh that's a heart you can see it's the little flopping around aortas or whatever yeah. like sticking mm. out yeah. And like the, the the CGI for 2006 is phenomenal. Really like, good. Yeah. I asked her in the movie how much yeah. money did they spend on this thing, and you told us what it was earlier. And I, like it's a lot. I thought the CGI in the first one was really good as well. I think yeah. I think yeah. they just really 
nailed it on these movies. Yeah, it still holds up. Like, you can still like I think you can see the edges a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, for it's a kind of eye, but like, it still looks really good. Like Jurassic Park, those the CGI in Jurassic Park is so fucking good, and mm-hmm. it, that was 1993. Yeah, and it straddles that so. line. I mean, famously, this is directed by Gore Verbinski, and it straddles that line uh. of like slightly like gory and gross, <laughs> but like enough for like kids Gore. can enjoy. Gore is gore. Gore's gore. Um, gore. Like, there's a bit at the start, though, that was oh, real yeah. dark. What where, was like, it? Yeah. a guy was in, ca- in the cages and they were being eaten by um, crocs and yeah. ravens. Oh. And, like, plucking out a guy's See, that was, eye. like, a million yeah. years ago to me now. But, yeah. yes, that was a good... That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. We but were like, all like, Whoa, they went there. It but it's similar with, like, yeah, Jurassic Park, where it's just on the edge where you're, like, popcorn entertainment. Like, oh, I'm going to see some gross stuff, but I can handle but, it. But, you know, tweens can yeah. still see it without it being too scary. Yeah. Yeah, so that's to the production design stuff. Yeah. Should we talk about yeah some performances pe- that worked oh, okay. or some set pieces? Right, um, yeah. Let's go to set pieces. But let's let's do set pieces. Yeah. I think like, mentioned what it. we're watching this film for is various action set pieces. Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's all just about the immediate goal of how do I get this thing or like stop this guy, outrun this Look, thing. Not all of them are successful. We'll talk about some less successful ones later. But, yeah. but the ones that do slap, well, they hit the mark, bitch. The yeah. wheel. The, the wheel. wheel. You, you guys, okay. like a minute before it happened, you guys said, oh, the wheel's coming up. I was like, what could be going on? I have no idea. And I the saw is. the wheel and I thought we were just going to get a wheel action sequence on the wheel where it was, just mm. in yeah. place, it's the wheel spinning. Like and in a mill. Spinning. Yeah, it's, it's a mill yeah. wheel. And so I thought, but then it broke away when they stood on it and this wheel was like phenomenal. Like yeah. the, the fight crew on it was mm. top notch and it just was taking us different places and it just gave us different things. Uh, like Johnny Depp was on the wheel, then he was off the wheel, then there yeah. was a, them on top of the wheel, they were we're inside the wheel. Yeah, they, they, really like yeah. they really showcased that wheel, didn't they? One, one of the world's but, oldest inventions. But they earned yeah. it like th- exactly. because they smashed it out of the park with <laughs> that wheel. Yes. Like Fair play to them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you, and in that moment, you know what everyone wants just which is basically like the chest yeah so it starts from like because i think before we get into the world there's a there's like a three-way like sword fight which mm. like when we think like there are some points where we cut away to kira which i don't think is looking so oh well. no but, well, um, when, when it's the we're watching the sword fight like that's also really complicated really choreography cool. in order to have all three of norrington jack sparrow and will turner all fighting each other yeah and yeah. jack and also the yeah the key they, um, they want the key so they yeah they're, they're fighting each other as they go onto the wheel and then they, their fight continues as the wheel is mm. spinning beneath them um and yeah i think it's just it, it really proves to me one thing that i always complain about and james has heard me complain about this before a lot is that i get really bored in like superhero films where mm. fight scenes are just people they're so generic kind of yeah each other. like it's i thought blast, one blast, blast, wonder and, woman was a good movie until the final sequence yeah. I, I haven't seen any of the wonder woman films but yeah. um like yeah i think that's the when i when you can feel the actual fight choreography and you can see the impact of either weapons yeah. or like fists or whatever yeah. I think that's when it's really exciting, and yeah. I really enjoy the sword the sword fights in this it, film. They're not like realistic; they're very much like stagey, but they're yeah. stagey in such a fun way. But everything has weight to it, yeah. and one of the things that CGI or CGI that isn't quite there lacks is weight. You don't yes. feel grounded in the world, no. and mm. all of these sword fights, they're fighting with real swords that they've obviously added in clinky folly to afterwards. Mm. But but there fighting was a sword with... in that actor's hand exactly that was clinking another person's yeah, sword. Yeah, and, and so. It, it took it out of the CG world and put us back in this, yeah, and this in this grounded world that we are used to in our in our, in our world, yeah. A- and that is what's lacking in superhero films. Yeah, and when they get it right, it works. Like yeah. when 
the the Thor versus Hulk fight and Ragnarok that feels like Hulk is huge and has yeah. weight to him and that's why that that fight is successful whereas like, we get that like, here I love yeah. Birds of the... Prey um, has some really great fight choreography yeah. it all feels like you can actually feel the fist hitting the, the face and there's an actual impact and it feels yeah. like messy and or like in, in like way. in Black Panther where T'Challa is getting like beaten up by um, Winston Duke's character yeah. you're like yeah. fuck he's gonna like, oh he's gonna die up. and, like, and all really, of it is just yeah. like things have the mass that they should have they yeah. have weight and yeah. that's what this film nails I'm just like where is the stunt coordination Oscar yeah true yeah. Mm. where is stunt it performers and stunt so right? yeah exactly under, underrated skills and like, but now, now it's a staple of our, our film that we watch yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. and not just in these superheroes all these flashy but films but like, yeah. like John Wick yeah, yeah. yeah. the stunt coordination mm. of that is fucking phenomenal um, and I guess another like sequence in this film that also uh, involves circles is uh, the Zorbs. The Zorbs. <laughs> yeah. The Zorb. Bo- so, the Bone Zorbs. This is, a, this is a, a weird sequence where I don't even remember why we got to this island and what the purpose of it was. <sighs> Who knows? But for whatever reason, we go to an island of unspecified natives. Yeah. I have question marks around. <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, pure who, reason is. Uh, the Black Pearl needs to go on land because they're worried about the Kraken and then Orlando is looking for Jack and that's all. And they just happen to be there already. Yep. Right. So they've been Bizarre. captured by this, this, <laughs> this uh, group and who have killed half the crew and then constructed elaborate Zorb-like cages out of their bones. Hanging from... The others in. Hanging from a ravine. Where, yeah, um, I don't know. Like, and so they decide... To free themselves by using these like this big pendulum <laughs> swinging how, back and but forth. Also, how did they even get the the thing to swing in the first place? They That's just all leaned on one side and they just swaying. used it. I want to see that. I want to see that part of it when they're like out. back and forth. Back. And you're fucking it up. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you got to be in rhythm. Um, but anyway, it, they, they, yeah, it's this thing where they've got to free themselves. And also, I'm sorry. I, I just want to say that we all. <laughs> Rocking back and forth. It's famously a visual media. Yeah. I, I would like to absolve myself and say that I sat still and watched yes. you all do it yeah. and just didn't partake Patrick's in the rocking back and forth. Patrick's a much more professional podcaster <laughs> than any of us. Uh, yeah. Patrick's oh. actually been paid to podcast before. <laughs> I have, yes. Um, but yeah, so then they, they end up grabbing these root systems. So the next part is them having to work out how to climb up in these big cages yeah. and then a lone sentry walks past uh and so they have to pause and it's this competition between like two cages yeah um, oh, this part did not make sense there was no this, this no it doesn't section. it does make sense so what happened was that they both worked out that they didn't need everybody in the crew to make it to the boat they only needed six people to man the boat and so either and so, of the two things they yeah. like, both need to get to the top i yeah. guess yeah and so they were like i think okay it doesn't make sense because why wouldn't you want all of your crewmates to exactly exactly yeah. Wanna... Okay. But the thing about it, the thing that I think doesn't make sense is that it's it's intended like it's the hubris of of, mm. of Cage B that KJ mm. is going stop. There's a guy. Shh, stop moving. And Cage B is like, we'll just go real quietly, <laughs> yeah. and they start moving. And so we think they're going to get spotted, but in fact, what happens is they pick up a snake <laughs> and then go ah, and then they fall. That's yeah. not a root. And so oh, that's no. not connected to any. Yeah. Like they could have picked up the snake at any point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> So, um, design good. Yeah. That little moment. I also so well. love this sequence because it just remo- uh, reminded me of, of the Temple Games from Legend of the Hidden Strong Temple. Oh, right? my yeah. God. Yes. You know, I was yeah. like, which team is going to get up first? Yeah. And um, there's this great moment where 
Well, like Johnny Depp is like has a pole stuck to him, right? So he's and he's then roasted on a spit, which has then yeah. been turned into a fruit kebab. He gets off, and then people are chucking fruit at him, and you see all of the fruit like piled up, pineapples and stuff. He looks like a shish kebab, and you're like, "Is that it?" And we, it's we, not. We literally said, "Was oh, that the joke?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that was that is the that payoff? A punchline. Yeah. And then like he springs off the edge of a cliff. He thinks he's made it. Like it's through remarkable CGI, he lands on the other side. But then the weight of the fruit slowly goes dunk, 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 to the base of the bottom of the stick and then he goes falling down and it's just that kind of absurd Looney Tunes like Emperor's is, New Groove kind of vibe I think this is one of the things that they've improved from the first film is that this film is funnier yeah. like it's it's got moments where I was like that's so stupid it's really funny yeah. I like this part of the movie yeah, yeah. definitely and, moments and it's those moments where I felt like this film was excited I was genuinely laughing I genuinely yeah, laughed at that moment yeah. they tricked us into thinking it, it was just not yeah. funny at all and then oh, and there's, like, there's the joke and, and I loved the moment so straight funny. after that where the cage that made it up onto the top of the cliff is just running <laughs> and so you just see like their tiny <laughs> legs running along yeah. and like it's just so absurd and funny and yeah. and that's when I enjoyed the movie the most when we just got to points in the movie where we were just getting dialogue for the sake of exposition I was just like just move on to the next yeah. set piece yeah at least make it funny but yeah. mm, they didn't even do that is yeah. that a good cue to move into our bananas well I have one one last bottles? thing I, the, the, you know from, from watching the two movies back to back what I really enjoyed about this movie is that they uh, expanded on the mythos of the world which I really enjoyed um, because you know you get to um, kind of explore these different legends that you know of 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 um pirate lore like davy jones and the flying dutchman so you get to explore those things that you have touchstones yeah. for and it's expanding the world you get like people like tia dalma and i'm like what is this kind of flavor that that it's bringing so i enjoyed that like um it kind of reminded me of when i watched john wick 2 where i was like oh the world is bigger yeah. there's more interesting things so I did enjoy that aspect of like before it was kind of just like this is the one goal um, we the Black Pearl whatever um, but for this film yeah it kind of gave me that um, Legends of the Temple vibe of like mm. we must retrieve the key so yeah. I was on board at the there's beginning, a lot of like Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Yeah, style. exactly. Yeah, different pieces to keep. So I was like excited. I was like, oh, yeah. did I misjudge this film? Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I thought I was the only one that watched this Nickelodeon TV show. See, apparently, famously, we, 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 we're big fans. James oh. actually watched an episode of it now because we found it on the because <laughs> yeah. I was like, James, you have to watch Legends of the Hidden Temple. I used to have. I really, really wanted to go. I used to have dreams about being on that show. Oh my god! Which oh, but. All right, we have to stop which the one, podcast. Which, 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 which team? team are you? Which team? Oh, orange. Oh! <gasps> yeah. All right. I'm a blue, par- blue barracuda. And I'm a green monkey. I can't remember what orange was, but I just remember the time. Orange iguana. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. What is your opinion on the silver snakes? I, I, okay. They <laughs> always won. Okay, so they always won. Me and Cass are like, we seed, hate them. Top seed. But yeah. they were different. They were different people each time. But yeah, but somehow, but somehow they they, they won. Win. Always, yeah, like, all I the time. I think, I think there's some, some confirmation bias that yeah, you've uh, just tumbled upon here. <laughs> I don't know if it's a scientific reason. <laughs> I'm they, sure that somebody's actually gone through everything and worked out which is the most Are they like the Slytherins, it seems like? Kind of. I, know, I yeah. guess it's snakes. There's nothing here, James. All it is is the colour t-shirt that the team's wearing. That's the only difference. <laughs> it's random selection, so yeah. they say. So they say. Um, anyway, so I think what you're talking about the mythos, I, mm. I'd be really keen to talk about because in terms of the banana side of things, I wish they had gone even further with it because I feel like throughout this film, you get sections that are either callbacks to the previous film and there are fuck tons of them mm. of like why is the rum gone and like you know 
callbacks of oh, like, the rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're scattered throughout that it, it's just like incessant, like, do you get it? Hey, look, it's the monkey. Like, like it's, mm. it, again, it's like Star Wars where it's like, the world is so big, but actually we are still warping back around mm. to these kind of characters. And I, I get that it's like, wow, the first one was so successful. Let's do those callbacks. And I was probably, uh, thrilled and delighted when mm. i first saw them i think that's definitely a <clears throat> thing about what your expectations are for a 21st century or like 2020s watching sure, um yeah. person that's in this in this world of of universes mm. and like extended story mythos as opposed to sequel thinking like that's not really how they were thinking about sequels i think at that time at least in the film world sure like i think in terms of like in literature and in books people would be thinking maybe more about like expanded world stuff mm, and like yeah. the idea of the exploring it's spinning out but i think still the, the in 2006 mm. i think the wisdom for a sequel is generally like let's just give the audience what they like and more and, of it. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah you brought up star wars which i think is an important like it was coming out at the same time like we had just gone through i think this was the same year that the third star wars revenge of the sith came out yeah i and, think and so. what, those prequels, what those prequels do really well is they expand the universe they, yeah. they bring in a bunch of different planets and things yeah. like that yeah. and this was coming out at the same time and i think that they would have been looking at the star wars model of doing things rather than the big mm. extended universes that we have now the, yeah. the marvels and whatever but looking at that and trying to create that world for their new brand new property that was doing really well and mm. selling lots of things. Mm. And I think it gets there. Like I haven't seen the first one as we pointed out early yeah. on. So I don't get all those callbacks. I got why is the rum gone because I lived in the internet, yeah. but um, I didn't get all that stuff. So I missed a bunch of it, but then I was just getting new things and, and I want to see more of this world having mm. watched one movie. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what they've done well is they've given me enough to like be able to, yeah. to take it in without giving me too much with all the stuff that was going on. A lot of dialogue I didn't listen to because um, there was so much of it, but, but I, that, I thought it did that, it well. And that final stinger, I guess, of Barbosa coming back in and being like, ah, what's happened to my ship and stuff like that. And, and, and we it's like, a nice, it's a bit cheesy, but it's a cool cliffhanger. Yeah, like, and, we'd, <laughs> and we derided that because we are in the era where we watch Marvel um, post-credit post scenes where they yeah, do that yeah, every yeah. single time. We're like, oh, why do you do that? But that would have been huge back in yeah, 2006. So we've been like, holy shit, he's back and this is setting yeah, up for a yeah, new movie. For like, the new sequel, yeah. this, like, we, we have the sequel confirmed already. That I would have been huge. The, um, and you're excited to see. Yeah. The next year as well. So it's like 2003 yeah. for the first All one, right. 2006 for the second one, 2007 for the third one. All oh, right, yeah. Which is it like was, it also really, really was the, the age of the trilogy. Yes. Everything was Everything three was movies. Three. You gotta have three. Because before it was just the movie and then the sequel. That was it. But now it's the threes. Three. Lord of the Rings. Revolutionary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Indiana Jones also also did it, but it wasn't quite the moment that Lord of the Rings was. And then they pushed it that little bit further with the fourth. No. no. Oh. no but way. that was like ages mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, well, we need to milk this franchise again. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we'll Pirates should have learned from Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones came out the year after the third Pirates and they should have seen we Just don't need like, to keep making more. Exactly, Just yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they were like, Johnny Depp is still not Harrison Ford age. They're doing another Indiana Jones. Yeah, but yeah. not with Harrison Ford. Yes. Is it with Harrison Ford? Yeah. yeah. Do they not pass the baton on to, um, what's Phoebe? his name? Um, no. Shia, no. Shia. Shia LaBeouf. But, no. but no, it's, I think, well, I think. Shia. Shia, which I'm like, imagine if it's like, I passed the, the baton to, to Shia. Shia. Shia's uh, going to be Indiana But I think, too. I think they're kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe retconning the fourth one because because yeah. I think like they they are I think they're passing the baton to Phoebe Waller Bridge next, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. Mm. She's, yeah. she's starring in it. And, um, yeah. But with Harrison. But Harrison keeps on, like, hurting himself. But Harrison looks, on set all Harrison the looks fucking old. Gosh. Also, I'm just like, Harrison. Yeah. Like, you don't see Sean Connery popping back for the Bonds, you know? Like, well, not now. Not <laughs> now. I mean, imagine <laughs> that. Imagine. Hey, dead men tell Although, no tales, James. Actually, Sean Connery did pop up for the Bonds for a while. He did <laughs> Diamonds Are Forever, and then he did an unofficial... He did Never Say, say never, never Again. again. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Never Say Never Again. Never. But um, so Patrick, oh. did you know that Pirates of the Caribbean um, was based on a ride? <laughs> I, I, I did. I did you've been to Disneyland, right? I, famously, Disneyland. I've been. To Disneyland. We, we had this moment, and quite late on the movie, which explains why it happened. Um, where they were riding back in to see Teodalma, was it? Yeah, and, they're going and, through this area, which I think it feels like the dead marshes in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this area, it's kind of like a swamp with a whole candles. Lot of um, Cass, candles. actually, it reminds me of the ride. <laughs> so, but it reminds Matt of the ride. And so yeah, Matt said that, and then I said, "Oh, Jungle Cruise," making the joke about the Jungle Cruise. Ride they were in the in a movie. Jungle. They were in a jungle. It looked like Jungle Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Matt then got really defensive and accused me of like he said, "Ah, uh, no, I'm to ride. I've been to Disneyland." And I was like, I couldn't tell Matt if you were going deeper into the bit that I was doing, or, or if you were just no, missing, it completely, missing it completely. And you missed it completely. So that's what that joke was. It's definitely funnier oh, when you've just sat through two and a half really hours. Funny. It's just a rare moment when Matt is usually so on top of it to see it's you so obstinate. The go. The name the six. I just named a di- completely different ride, Matt. Uh, that's what the joke oh. was. Um, yeah, so should we talk about our bananas for this film? Man, there is so many exposition types <sighs> on this It's thing. so boring. The second it, half of the movie is so boring. It's just focus on plot. Hours. And it's, we don't... 30 minutes. Like, that's not what we're here for. Yeah. And every time they spend trying to, like, tie up things or add additional plot stuff, it's sort of like... We don't need this and it's bogging the film down. <clears> it's so long already. What, and we just want to get to another set piece. Again, like, bringing it back to seeing <coughs> cinemas <coughs> in the... Um, Turn away from the mic when you cough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just like, think of chocolate rain, you know. Yes, of course. Yes, sorry. Um, uh, There's like a moment when you're like going to the cinemas, like with your da, um, and you fucking, you know that it's two hours and 30 minutes long, and it's part of that kind of like, anticipation for like okay cool let's let's wait for the next set piece oh there it is like the the event nature of these when they first kind of came out um uh like really worked with it because you know we were on that high of like loving the first one that you could just be willing to sit through whatever crap Mm. whatever prop as long as it looked pretty enough and it looked like that there were you know um we get new characters like Beckett and, and you know, obviously Davy Jones. <laughs> I forgot about Beckett. Yeah. Um, you called him Bartlett. <laughs> but, like, him. yeah, it was part of that kind of, like, it was your your porridge so that you could get your candy later. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, and that shouldn't be how you watch it a was, movie. Just be like, God. okay, I'll just yeah. wait this out. I'll just yeah. wait this out. It, was, it, it, it felt like the greatest showman to me in yeah. the weird sense that I have to sit through plot to get to the next big, nice music video that you're going to do. Yeah. And that's what it felt like. It felt like I was just forcing me to sit there through needless dialogue plot. and needless plot and needless useless and, scenes. And, and overcomplications. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's this thing where the writers, it seems that the writers are thinking that the more complicated they make the plot, then the smarter the, more the interesting film is. it is, yeah. And it's just absolutely not absolutely true. Not. Like, if we could just retain the same, you know, the same 
big action set pieces mm. and the same like design elements in these characters but we don't necessarily have to have like okay that means that Norrington also wants this thing because he's going to do it and this but he's got these papers they that just, he's going to give this guy and then but also we don't gonna, care oh, about care like stuff. yeah exactly we don't care about the machinations if they maybe granted it in like the emotions of why if yeah. people wanted these things why will wants Kira so much why like mm. you know uh, Davy Jones wants his heart to like Give me the backstory better. Not from this character that's just telling the story. But Show like, me. I think what, we've got what... a central story. The central kind of conflict of it, right, is that we discover that Jack Sparrow traded away his soul mm. to Davy Jones for the captainship of the Black Pearl. And mm. now Davy Jones comes to collect on his debt. And so Jack's got to run away from the Kraken, Davy yeah. Jones, and or kill him first. Yeah. Easy conflict to understand. Like, you know, it's a little bit complicated. Is that... But it's like... That would be. Don't worry, don't worry, Magic. Don't worry. You have to dig to be like, oh, I guess that is the core thing. But there's so much other shit on top of it. We literally had to be like talking through the film as it kind of happened and be like okay they're going there for this yeah. and then yeah. there were bits where we zoned out and then we're like wait no he he doesn't have the yeah. key no way like, he did I only said goodbye to his like, dad yeah. so many points in the movie we're like wait what's going on right yeah. now yeah and it's like the plot isn't like the central plot of it isn't that hard it's just that they've put so many other bits with like this guy's trouble crossing this and this person needs these papers from this that it's like it, it turns it into this big spaghetti junction of plot threads mm. that's really difficult to focus on and it's on. a weird experience because like at a certain point your brain is just like Bleh. and then you just watch and then when exciting stuff happens you're like oh yeah. you know, i just i just can't believe i genuinely missed <laughs> that johnny depp sold his soul sorry jack sparrow sold his soul to, to davy jones mm. well, i genuinely maybe johnny, johnny depp too maybe johnny depp yeah <laughs> but i genuinely missed that and yeah. even that was going on and i was trying really hard to keep you're up like why is you're like why is he following it because like that's this thing it's like you know and it's clearly it's not necessarily very clear because there's so many other things about yeah. like why i've got to get jv jones and like this black spots on my hand and what this means oh my god i forgot about the black spot yeah. Is that what the black spot was? I, yeah. the black spot was <laughs> it was the, the debt being collected. Was the mark, he's coming for you. Because oh. Bootstrap Bill conveyed the message. <coughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's like that. Did, like, if you didn't have mm. other stuff happening, then that's mm. not that hard a plot. It's no. just that because you have See, so much other shit happening, it's like what's happening. Speaking yeah. of, we didn't even get a good moment between Bootstrap Bill and the Sun and Will. Like, I know. It's literally like, got there's so many things. He, like, oh, he sold his soul for yeah. eternity. To try to save his There are no emotional the moments in this yeah. film. I think they did try, but it just didn't land. Speaking like, of emotional moments in the bananas category, the love triangle between Kira and Orlando yeah. and Johnny. Man, it sucks. No. It's, it's entirely born of the scene between Jack and Kira from the first film where they're stuck on the yeah, island. Yeah, that's, that's the and thing. is the rum gone? And it's like, that was fine for that one film. Of like, are they going to? No, no. it's a trick. Well, you can so t- then she can burn the rum. But, but also the whole, everyone... Now, I think it just took on a life of its own after the first movie where people projected onto the characters a lot. But it's like these act- there so, are two actors that don't really have any chemistry. We discuss we yeah. this no. watching it. Like, it's... They're not... Kira and Johnny don't have romantic chemistry. Yeah. They have chemistry. But not... But yeah, not romantic. Go like, oh, that's a couple. Yeah, exactly. Like, if there was, we would have been... Like seeing it from the first one, yeah. where they had that little scene, but it you, didn't happen. You literally have to be told because there's this dumb compass that is just shows you whatever you want. Um, I guess it's fine. It's an interesting and again, device. Additional things that like yeah. it was in the first movie, so I get that they're trying to like build on it, but like overly complicates it. Who and cares? so and so Kira gets keep being told maybe by this compass that maybe you're attracted to Captain Jack Sparrow because it sometimes lines up with. Where him, he's standing. Where he's standing. And then she goes, Ugh, no. 
um and it's like we still we literally have to be told that for her to and sure she's maybe she's denying it but like it's 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 so shoehorned in there yeah just but also this kind of, we also will she we got so much mileage out of the will and um elizabeth plot line from the first movie the whole point of the first movie is yeah. literally that they find their love for each other and love. it's kind of you know, we don't and want I to feel undo like the that. The love story kind of works in the first film. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed I, I the love totally story. I enjoy. So, that's why I don't like seeing Kira and Johnny together because boo. I, yeah, I you, hate. You're no. engaged. You I love yeah, Will. exactly. I barely remember like, a scene between Elizabeth and Will. Like, and yeah, like, that's yeah. what I mean. They sometimes like, are like shoot the thing, but they, it's like put that relationship to the test and like. Like, can they actually live this life? Like, actually, yeah. like, dig into, okay, you're, a, you're, you're a, a couple now. How do you weather those, like, bumps as but opposed to, like... because they're physically not in the same space for a large yeah, portions of the film. They're separated. But they, they could still have emotional beats yeah. where they're longing for the other. Yeah, making it about their relationship. Or, or, or seeing a man other. that's like, oh, I definitely don't want that. You yeah. know, like, yeah, or is he too tied up with his dad, or like trying to be a captain, and she's like, "Yo, I'm here," or whatever. Yeah, you know, or or she's See, getting more so interested. There's so many you could you could do like like career as opposed to yeah. man. It's just not the most interesting, yeah. and it doesn't make sense for what's happening with Elizabeth's character, and it doesn't make sense for like the only reason, the only plot reason that we see like. Yeah, the sort of well, they won't they romance. I guess they're trying to set up with Elizabeth and Jack is that so that she can trick him to do various things, mm. including tying yeah. him to the mast at the end, uh, to get yeah. the Kraken to come and get him. Um, but it's like that only makes sense if it's about he's got he's in love with her. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like we don't get a sense at all that no, he we thinks don't. anything about her more than like the, the next pretty lady. Like he's, yeah. you know, like doesn't doesn't he just particularly like her that much. Like yeah. other than it's just, like it's not well written. Yeah. It's it's not just sense. Well, and so it leaves her like pining for Will, and then playing tricks on Jack, and then the, in the third film they like try to f- refit that, and then turn her into this girl boss pirate, which is why I make fun <sighs> of her speech in that all the time, where she's like, "I'm actually the captain now," and everyone's like, "Woo, you go, girl!" And it's so it's even worse than that Marvel moment where like they tried out all of their Marvel superheroes. Oh my god! Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, how how she's so remembered for this role, like Elizabeth Swan, but she's dealt except for maybe the first one. She gets to really have some fun, uh, but like this handling of her in two and three is just so ha- like ham fisted. Like yeah. they have no clue what to do with it. Should we talk about the care of it all in this film? Yeah, because yeah. mm. there's not there's not so much it's not a lot, not, not much care. Yeah, yeah. But we did get some some chin. Well, we got some chin. Got some chin. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. We can talk about the. Yeah. I feel like Maybe I want to talk about first about the. Well, yeah, like she the general use of Valkyra. She starts. I love the first couple of shots, teacups, and then she's looking mm. sad. It's her wedding day. Yeah, and it's, it's like it tells a story, right? You're yeah. like you're invested. And what's it's happening? like the first kind of moments of visual storytelling. I was like, ooh, I'm at, ooh, what's this? Oh, and I couldn't James even. James was so confused. He was. He was, <laughs> he was like, yeah. what's happening? What's this film? I because, don't know what this is. Because it was so like I don't associate this like this good like visual like we're talking about the like mm. um, special effects and stuff like that. But like the visual storytelling really isn't here. We were like hearing all about like these plot dumps, and then in the first couple of shots, I was like, ooh. Fuck, it was. Her, her wedding is going bad. And then, yeah, so you get, and then, yeah, like, you're intrigued. That gets quickly thrown away. She's chucked in a cell. Yeah. Um, and then she gave me Miss Havisham realness. She was just, like, in the rain waiting for her husband. Yeah. And they thought they were killing it with this concept of, of, of the dress. Oh, the dress. Yes. There is a dress. 
and it is thoroughly mined as her doing away with the dress and wearing pirate garbs and i thought they were i think they thought they were telling some deep uh metaphorical realness but um yeah, it was pretty. Well, that's not really boring. a clear like symbol. <laughs> like, I just, just don't kinda... think there's enough of her in the film. Yeah, yeah. She I gets to play a boy, but she doesn't really. She doesn't try to play a boy. She yeah. just wears pants. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then by the end, she's relegated to like yelling very loud, which seems to be a common theme for a lot of these. Oh, she was characters. so annoying when she was trying to break up the fight. Yeah. Uh, of the three-way fight, I was like, "This is your worst acting moment." Going like. Ah! It's very yeah, and, like, and they're very much set up that she could join the fight. She yeah, has the she sword fighting skills. Yeah. Why isn't she fighting? They've, they showed us that early in the movie, and it never had a payoff. She never yeah. actually. The, the one time that she could have fought people, she didn't have her sword on her, and that was that was the the payoff yeah. that they had. Yeah. So like, oh, you can't fight. You're not allowed to, or whatever. But this is a moment where she could have genuinely joined in that fight to try and stop them, and they've realised how stupid they were being. Yeah. But they just resort to her yelling, yelling at weirdly. Yeah. And pretending from a distance and then they, they don't notice her because they're so absorbed <laughs> yeah. in their sword fight but it's like yeah give Kira a sword fight yeah like, let that her could do have some... been a four way that yeah. would have been fun or like even just like earlier on in like Tortuga like give her a yeah. whole sort of section in that in that like big bar fight scene which she's kind of a part of but we don't even yeah. see like any cool choreography yeah I or, think you know. the most notable part of Kira in this movie is her horrible drag yeah it's, it's like her boy nameless page is literally <laughs> It's very much like yeah, the alto role on the opera. <laughs> like she's got. It's like she didn't even do didn't even Gwyneth. Cut her hair. She, well, she didn't even do Gwyneth Paltrow and Shakespeare in Love. You know, yeah. like she, she, there was no mustache, there was no grime on her. She didn't need to. All those pirates believed her drag. <laughs> exactly, the that's true. That's the like, thing. Oh, they bought it. And she was like, Great. really? They were okay. like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's yeah. That's the thing, though, I guess. Like, it was very easy to dress as a boy in yes. the old days because you could just put on pants and yeah. people would be like, oh, oh clearly man. a boy, <laughs> yeah. We hear uh, her, her boyish voice at one point when she's like, Look over there. Look yeah. over there. And this is, this is right after she showed us her extreme ventriloquist oh, okay. skills. Yeah. Uh, uh, Puppeteer. Like, 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 marionette. Marionetting yeah. skills. Oh, right. The marionetting yeah. skills. Of, of the, dress. <laughs> the dress, like playing a ghost. Um, I, yeah, I have to comment on the grime of this film. It's just not yes. fair. I noticed this yesterday when I watched as well. They're... they're Fingers are not dirty. Yeah, which the attention to detail. Out, I was looking at their hands. Every single one of them, and they're clean. very nice. Maybe yeah. this is like because you can do it with cats. You can look at their their hands, <laughs> look at the hands. Exactly and you can do it in pirates. I mean, how many more films can you look because at the hands? To me, I'm just like they've got the grime on the face, except for Kira. She's not have. She yeah, does not she have grime on the she's face. Got, like, bronzer. Yeah. Um. But like, wouldn't the first thing that would get dirty like would be your fingernails and your hands? Even even Tia Dalma. Has perfectly like yeah, clean fingers. She's got like fingers. blackened teeth, but clean hands. And then yeah. like yeah, like I mean, the only person that gets super grimy is Norrington, who yeah. at one point gets thrown into a pigsty, and then we see him later, and it's like he's just walked out of the pigsty and gone straight to the straight to the next set, and he is disgusting looking. Yeah, um, it's just grass. Like, uh, well, oh yeah, throw away like that's just a comment on character though. Like yeah. that's like yeah. trying to point out yeah. he's a bad person. Like yeah. 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 Uh, but it was just about... really funny because, mm. like, it was just the funny jo- because he's just in the background of a scene with other people. And you're like, what a clean yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just letting him on the ship. We have to he talk about Johnny. Like, well, Johnny is the most uh, iconic part of this franchise. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. He is really good in this role. I think, yeah. He is iconic in this role. Yeah. I, have to, I, think, I think Jack Sparrow is a good, like, 
character that he's mm. created. I was like reading up on the thing and before they released the first movie, the Disney executives were like, What is he's ruining yeah, the this movie? Is the thing, is everybody hated he's too it drunk it, like, and or like, is he oh, gay? What's like, it's like he's so flamboyant, no one will understand. Um, but no, I think it's a pretty like iconic performance and mm. it's sort of I think it is one of those ones where over the course of the film franchise You get tired of it. And also like you know, like, like the term flanderization. Yeah. yeah. But also it's yeah. pop culture, like because you see Jack Sparrow parodies and other things and yeah. like, it's like it, you, you see his face all the time. The extreme yeah. And so I think it's here, it's like one step up from in terms of extremity yeah. from the first one. And the I liked one, it because he was funnier. It becomes like yeah. even more yeah. distilled. I think this is a good pitch one, where yeah. this is the, the best like place where he is. Like he established the character in the first film and now he gets to be a bit more playful um i don't know if he gets more dimension in the the next few films probably not mm, but don't remember. Don't, don't, think so. don't care really i think it's yeah. more like they just basically let it like the third one feels like there's some points where they just let the camera run and just got johnny depp to do improv mm. around and it's it's too much because it's a it's a whole body performance <laughs> as well like the way he like struts and the way he like mm. you know i think personally for me I love this performance when I was a kid. It's very kind of, it's a lot harder for me to to just like trust this character because of the performer playing it. It's like watching sure, a Woody yeah. Allen yeah. film. I'm just like, Blue Jasmine's a great film. Hannah and her sister's great films, but I'm not going to be like, Ugh, because I, 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 I've heard terrible things about Johnny Depp and I just don't trust him. Like it's that, it's just, and it's inherently like something that I'm like, I don't want to be fully in the pocket of this performance because it's just it just makes me feel gross. Yeah, for sure. You know? yeah. Resistance that comes yeah. And so I watch it and I can see like technically that's a good gag where he's like, oh, I got a jar of dirt. But I'm like, huh. and I still enjoy it, but yeah. it's not like that full bodied like, yes. I think there's also a layer of like, this is definitely like, like you're saying about things being on the internet in terms of just like remixes and like yeah. parodies and yeah. like other, like this this it's so done to death like in terms of other people doing takeoffs of and quotes mm. of this film you know 20 years ago 15 years ago when it came out um that that also makes it seem like mm. oh it's this that you know i, I feel yeah. like you have to really work hard to put yourself back into the mindset sure. of like when you first saw it yeah for those of us that did see it back in 2006 um yeah, rather than where it is now, where it's like you're seeing it through that filter of, of other stuff. And I think I struggle with that, mm. particularly because I, I've seen the the Lonely Island Jack Sparrow with, oh with my Michael God. Bolton. Yes, the Michael yeah. Bolton yeah. one. And it's phenomenal, and I love that song, and yeah. I would like, I've had multiple in-jokes with colleagues and things like yeah. that with that. We'd just send photos of each other of Michael Bolton to each other, and and I've seen that, <laughs> and, and and so I was kind of like watching this, knowing that it spawned all this other stuff, yeah. but but yeah. my watching of this role has been affected by that. And I Definitely. Got, and I got bored of him in this movie. Mm. Like, I'm not quite at the same level of you, as you, James, where I'm not trusting him. I'm willing to go with him, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm not quite at the level of going, it was a solid performance as Jack Sparrow. And I think mm. that's because I'm watching it having consumed Jack Sparrow via everything but Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And I think it also suffered by the length of the film. Yeah. The fact that I was yeah. two and a half hours yeah. into watching Jack Sparrow meant that I wasn't enjoying him as much. If it was just condensed down and I got the same yeah. amount of Jack Sparrow in an hour and a half, hour yeah. 45, I'd be enjoying it the whole time. I, I, think I, I just want the film to end. If you showed like kids these movies now, without that collective like hype that was happening, I do wonder if they would like complete the trilogy and be like, cool, cool, cool. Like one, I think totally. Like it's a, it's a long kind of movie, but it's a fun romp. Whereas, like, would, do you want to do the <coughs> full, me. like, epic saga of 
Parts they can be in. I think probably. I, I mean, yeah. depends on the kid, really. But like those long passages, it's like mm. maybe you just zone out and you, you just kind of do. Your like, there's a lot of things that you watch now, and you're like, oh, I forgot about this boring yeah. part that I don't remember, and you kind of just cherry pick yeah. in your memory the yeah. the nice parts. I like, mean, this is what I was saying when I was watching the film at the end, because uh, as we as we mentioned before, it ends on this like cliffhanger setting up the third film. In my head, I just sort of edited both of those two into one supercut film in my mind and in my yeah. memory. And so there's all these things that I remembered as being from this film, which were clearly from the third film, because yeah. they're later on in the plot. And I was like, ah, oh, I just didn't... Yeah, and like, there were these other parts that I completely forgot about. Yeah, um, they were just blend together. Yeah, they were just kind of blend together. And then mm. you're like, oh, okay. And I think that's how, yeah, a lot of people would have experienced mm. it and probably mm. still would experience it watching it for the first time um, as a kid. I think um, one big final banana that we haven't talked about is um, when Johnny Depp becomes a god. Um, yeah. Well, oh, so yes. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And, but, um, yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the natives. It definitely feels like something that like I think could have just passed muster in the mid-2000s, but was already pretty problematic at that mm. time. Um, yeah. And now you would never get that made in a film, I don't think. Like, well, there was very, just um, like, there's like a distinct lack of, um, you know, people of color anyways in the film which yeah. is set in the uh, west indies <laughs> yeah so what yeah. the heck so like honestly got, like, i mean i was yeah, saying throughout the movie and, like that one guy that got yeah. fell out of the, the cage and like <laughs> they had one they had zoe saldana in the first movie yeah. as anna maria and now she's not even in this movie she doesn't even come back i don't think yeah, yeah like the people that are dropped in the first one that do come back is like bootstrap bell mm. and it's like okay cool well, yeah why isn't zoe saldana but also so, these these yeah these natives who are just like yeah. there for it's the the comic much. set pieces yeah. and there's nothing else and also you it's a very first thought portrayal of the natives as yeah, well. It's, it's just very like, like all of your classic like Tintin style, yeah. like yeah. old sort of stereotypical like. And yeah, the cannibals and the kind mm. of gross, yeah, yeah people. And, and also, very, I mean, it's just language is very sloppy. Like, I'm like, why, why did very, they make you know, Jack Sparrow their god? Like, for it's weird. Of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For it's of it would be funny for so other, stupid. You know, so yeah. It's not yeah. very. It's 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 very thoughtless. Yeah. One, one final banana before we move on, I think. I have a final one. Okay, so great. You, well, go, you go, you go, you go. My banana, okay, found okay. another bunch. <laughs> yeah. My banana for this movie, which uh, I touched on earlier, but was the music. I was expecting to come in and loving the music in this oh, movie. Oh, sure, yeah. But it, like much of the other the rest of the movie, it knew what the first one did well. It's the big, like, John, yeah. uh, it's the big, like, Jack Sparrow themes. And they just do it too often. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, it gets I mean, old. <laughs> there was a moment in like the beginning of the movie where he literally just like shot himself out of the coffin and the iconic score comes in and I'm like, this is not the moment. This is yeah, not an epic moment. What are you doing? Yeah. And I get that like, it was probably a big moment back in 2006 when, when Jack Sparrow's like, back. Johnny. Johnny. Here's Johnny. You know, getting ready to throw their popcorn as yeah. soon as Jack Sparrow appears. But it just, so. it just overused the themes. And like, you compare it to some of the, the recent Bond scores, like Daniel Craig's mm. ja- Bond scores, where it uses the James Bond theme so mm. sparingly mm. that when it happens, you're like, yes, Yay! James Bond is here. Mm. And it just didn't need to go so big and bombastic mm. as early and as often as it did in this movie mm. so that was a disappointment to me um, my final 
whatever the bad thing is. Um, yes. Um, is that we were talking about the good set pieces. The final set piece was so boring. The Kraken. Oh, the Kraken. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what is going on? Is it's like, just so bad. This it's literally proving the point where we sit up where it's like, because there's this big CGI monster, we don't get a sense of where it is yeah. geographically. We don't get a sense of or, its weight and its purpose. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't we're scared of like, the, Kraken the Kraken at all because I was like, okay, like, yeah. give give it some some de- yeah, some depth some some more kind of dimensions where i'm actually terrified what are the consequences like what's gonna happen and honestly yeah. it just did this thing where like its tentacles went up the sides of the ship like and it happened like twice i guess to like go fully up and then smash down you on know the what ship, i wanted as we've seen it i just wanted some squid that's all i wanted yeah my favorite <laughs> shot out of that whole sequence is like the final one where you see Captain Jack Sparrow like entering into the Kraken and its mouth encloses around him. That's a nice shot because it's like a death shot mm. except he's not going to die, he comes back. Um, but Spoiler it's like, alert. yeah, it feels like this moment of like finality of, and you do feel like sobered around mm. like, oh, he got chained to the mast by Kira, which I guess is the most interesting moment maybe, but it's just a repeat of a similar mm. kind of moment what? in the past. Okay, I just thought about the jar of dirt. That did not pay off at all. <laughs> it's just like yeah. that didn't pay off. Okay, we just put the heart in it. Yeah, the chest with the chest was was fun though. Yeah. yeah. So his like if it if we were saying during the film like if he had actually sacrificed himself and you had to like live in a world post Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow, like that would be. I don't know what they do. I but think it that would be interesting. It'd be interesting. Never yeah. be okay. There's like no way. Oh yeah. Like That's that. not, uh, you know, absolutely like because the, where's like... who would they go for? Yeah. You know, well, like, like, if you if you do it like yeah. like Justice League and you you spend the third movie trying to save Jack. Like that's yeah. the way that you do it. Jack comes back, yeah. and then the payoff of Jack come back in the third act of the third movie, and then in the trilogy there, yeah. huge. And, and and he's a new character. And like, then maybe you find new things about Jack. Like what's his story? What's his deal? What's his emotional core? Maybe. Yep. Or maybe that ruined the character. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? I don't know if you necessarily need emotional depth for these guys. I'm going to put a, put an or in for, um, you know, just two-dimensional characters is fine. Sometimes. As but, long as... But he's just... your main character, though. But you but need like, to know you what they want. Necess- you want to yeah. know what they want. You want to know things about them. You don't want to know characteristics. True. You don't necessarily need to know, like... All of it. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. You really need to to grow and change. I just want the character to evolve in some way, you know? Like, you don't want him to to stay at that level the whole time because you get bored. Yeah. Like, you want a new dimension to the character. (laughs) Yeah, or like... You know, if you aren't gonna, if if it is gonna be like, okay, we we just got the same character and we're just following their journey across different things, then just lean into the fact this mm. silly episodic film that is about string together yeah, set pieces yeah. Yeah. and mm. and meet it at that level rather than trying to do something over overly complicated but not meeting it emotionally so yeah. the characters don't and fit that complexity. I think that's where the film fails. Yeah, if we're like trying to wrap like if we're trying to put a bow yeah, on why yeah. the film doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work. Yeah, because yeah. it thinks it can do more than it can. Yeah, and it's like if they'd just paired it back and been like, look. We- Here's what we want to do. We want to do. He's stuck to a stick and he has to do a pole vault. We want to do like they're trying to climb up the wall in these cages. We want to do big fight on the wheel. Like just start with that. And yeah. I think honestly, start with. I mean, that's what telling. That's where they started with clearly. <laughs> but I'm like, I feel like they 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 added too much other stuff and they, they did the set pieces out. They of it. overshot. And it's like there's such an easier way to get those set pieces in there. Yeah, without for having sure. To do Island of racist natives. We don't have to do like the you know complicated whatever the Beckett plan is and the arrest at the know. start and all of that Ugh. stuff which I was like what's happening it's just more set up for the third one yeah. which is just but, yeah. Uh, yeah you know yeah. like yeah 
it's we don't need to do all of that stuff we can make it yeah. real simple we can just keep it to david jones and jack facing each other off yeah yeah Great. and you can there can be like that's your like thing about like they want to talk about love all the time with like davy jones has this love that's why he put his heart away and this thing between kira and johnny's characters where it's just like none of that like lands even no, none of dad. none of the emotional beats of the movie yeah. if there well, are any enough, there's no time to spend yeah, on them exactly we're rushing to the next exposition yeah and so yeah just pair it back guys yeah i want to talk about a chin it's time there's a chin yes. for the chins and outs um so we have a a five point scale patrick okay uh, for, right. for chins um so we we start with like at, at the, our, our lowest end weak Soft, protruding, jutting, and chiseled. Chiseled okay. is our top number five. And people. where did Anna Karenina land again? Anna Karenina, we were chose to. Was we had, we had three. Rating. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's an individual rating, but at the end, we're we going to assign. Two, two protrudings and one soft, yeah. I think. And I think because we have five movies and five scales, I think at the end, we're going to assign a scale to each movie. Yes. So that's at the end of this process. But for now, for yeah. now, we're going to give our. Our initial thoughts, our initial feelings, our initial chin, uh, chinians. Yes. (laughs) Um, I think this is a level two for me. A a a a soft. soft. There were some moments that were featured. Gore definitely um, uh, captured the chin very well, but there wasn't enough of Kira there to to really highlight it. Um, Mm. Again, we celebrate the chin. Gore certainly celebrates the chin. There wasn't enough Kira, so there wasn't enough chin, even though we tried. There was a nice, some nice moments where it was it was touched by Johnny Depp's um, yeah. nice uh, clean hands. So to <laughs> me, it's a level two, which is a a soft, a soft chin for me. Yeah, I I was gonna go the same as you, but then I remembered one of the core aspects of the chin which is that it, it forms the counterpoint to, like, the mouth. Like, if you don't have the chin, then the mouth is not fully complete. And um, and so when you... <laughs> and when you that yell... Nugget. When you go, Stop, boys, all you bloody pirates! That chin is actually getting more of a workout. And she did yell a lot. Uh, and she needed that chin to yell. And so... But for that reason, uh, that's going to put my two... To a three, to another protruding. Uh, oh no, maybe I went soft for the last one. Either way, you um, went, you went protruding. She, the, it, it, it was getting a workout. Yeah, all right. Um, so she protruding, yeah. and she, she yelled a lot. Okay, so I was actually I was a soft for Anna Karenina. Um, I think for this film, I'm actually going to be a protruding. And here is cool. why. I think Anna Karenina, we got a lot more screen time of mm. Kira, and there was less overt chin acting within mm. that. There were a couple of mm. moments, but like it was a pretty much, you know, she was the title character. She had a lot of screen time. Um, and in that, I didn't feel like a lot of the percentage of her film appearances were chin focused. Mm. Whereas here, as we've stated, not a lot of Kira, and mm. except there were at least like two or three like major moments where so, i noticed like d- major chin but also definitely chin only shots right? chin only shots we had like two or three shots just of her chin but not that and then like both of her seducing johnny scenes like where she's trying to get jack sparrow to do whatever she wants she, it's so chin forward as chin to be lit. ridiculous yeah. Yeah. um and so i think when we look at percentage of chin two percentage of kira it, it bumps mm. it up a little bit so even though it's not her most chinny film this is a protruding for me yeah, yeah. i for I was going to say the exact same point as you. I think 
I would probably have been a soft. Uh, but I definitely end up solidly and protruding mm. purely because of the, the profile shot of Kira on the left of the frame and Johnny <laughs> on the right of the frame uh, as she's chaining into the mast. She's not moving her mouth in any of those words she's using to seduce mm. Johnny yeah. Deppin. There is zero it's a mouth hard movement. Chin. It is all chin. Mm. All chin. And, and so just on that scene alone, mm. she gets it up to protruding. Because it, it protruded her way into a hank after the mask. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a protruding. Yeah. Mm. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. All, all right. right. And that's, the, that's, that's a wrap up on that one. So should we. Sh- <laughs> well, talking of wraps, should we decide if we want to bag this bag or buff it? Bag or boot. I'll go first. I'll keep it nice, short and sweet. It's a bit for me. I thought like when when I first started this film, I was like, I was kind of enjoying it a bit more than the first one because it's funnier. It's got more mythos. But the longer it went, the, you know, the less my appreciation yeah. for it um, became. So uh, where it ended up firmly out of the bag. Um, and also, fun fact, did you know that Captain Davy Jones is the originator of the dick pic? Because he, he drew <laughs> he drew that key like it was a damn dick. The piece of cloth that kept coming out during the movie looked on, uh, Every had time a picture of like, a key on it. It was, I thought this was another Megan trainer. Like you were gonna just drop a random yeah. fact. By the way, and I just found the perfect time to use it, my bag or birth stick. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll go next. Um, so this film was indulgent as hell. And um, I had a wonderful time back in 2006 <laughs> in a crystallized moment with my brother and my mother and my dad, uh, which will never happen again because I don't think those circumstances will ever happen to this world again. Um, <laughs> yes, we can't go back to 2006. Yeah, we can't go back in time. Um, stop saying we can yeah and so yeah that was joyous then and now this is an absolute slog um <laughs> there's no denying that the will the will uh, fish's will the mill scene the wheel scene is iconic um the creature designs of all davy jones is so great good. but so good. man the film itself sucks absolute <laughs> shit <laughs> man yeah, so, I mean, there is definitely a good film in here. Absolutely. But I think this is one of those ones, like James is saying, my memories of having seen this at 13, 14 is such that you do the edit in your brain mm. where you edit, mm. you remember all the things that were really fun and then you just edit out all the boring stuff or the stuff you didn't like. And I think that supercut of the film would be a bag in my mind. Because yeah. I think the things that are good about this film are good enough. But it's just so bloated as a film with so much unnecessary exposition. There's so many plot points that don't need to be there. There's some set pieces that just don't work and drag on. Um, and so, yeah, I think ultimately as a, as a full film in this day and age, it, it is a biff for me as well. Also, the third film is even longer. Yeah. I know. Mm. And the th- what I, the I heck? Remember, I remember the third film being long in 2007. <laughs> and, so, yeah. Even more incoherent. Hey, guys, do, do you think watching the second film is going to make me want to watch the third film? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I wanted to bag this. There were moments during the movie where yeah. I really wanted to bag it. Davy Jones playing the organ with his beard. Like, oh, we forgot that, that to is, mention. So good. Uh, yeah, amazing. Um, that Moments like that, the, the wheel moment, the, the zorbing moment when they're just running along, there were enough moments in there that made me want to bag it. And mm. I probably would have 
if we didn't get to the final Kraken fight that just went on for 15 minutes when I just wanted the film to end. Yeah. And and that just sums up what's wrong with this film when they just don't know when to leave something alone. They don't know and we've, they've given us enough to, to just move on in the film. Um, and that kind of reminded me about all those bits during the film where we just got given so much mm. information that we didn't need, so much world building that just wasn't relevant. Um, and that's why, unfortunately, I take my bag. I, I pop it in the bag... They, it was almost there, and then I biff it away right at the end. Uh, um, so it's, it's not in the chest. No, yeah. <laughs> it didn't we make it into the chest. We smashed open the <laughs> yeah. jar, yeah. The, the bag, and there's yeah. no heart in there. This film had, yeah, there you go. There's nothing. Yeah. yeah, nothing at all. It's just a ton of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, you've got a jar of dirt, Jack. Yeah. Uh, you've got a jar of dirt. Oh. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Thank you. That's okay. I can now say I've watched a Pirates of the Caribbean exactly. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> making history our first, you know, unfiltered opinion yeah. of a raw. movie. Yeah. You, got, you got me raw and dirty. No, yeah. very clean hands, actually. So, clean hands. Yeah, yeah. clean hands. Uh, is there any way uh, people can find you out on Where would you internet? like to be found? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I have records mostly about football. Follow me for Ted Lasso takes. Uh, my latest take was that it's really funny if you imagine this ain't Ted Lasso the whole time. Mm. Uh, but also I have a podcast that's called The Worst Game of All Time where me and my friend Dave uh, watch our beloved Wellington Phoenix lose the same game 5-0 five, five now over and over and over. Um, and it's not fun for us to to uh, to watch that, but apparently it's fun for people to listen to our pain. So yeah, catch us. We're on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere you get mixed bag, you'll be able to find uh, uh, a worst game. Awesome, awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. And where can you find us, James? Uh, you can find us at Mixed Bag Podcast and Mixed Bag Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can contact us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com uh, to let us know any uh, movie recommendations or if you would like to guest on the pod. Yeah, what is our next season going to be or next few films after? Yeah. yeah. But for now, that was the second night of the Five Nights of Nightly. And that's, that's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.